Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hit it again. We hit it again. Yeah, hit it again. You got it. Just ah, that's oh, a bad opening. Bad go, opening. Go, Sorry, give it, something. I, it was a little stunted there. What's yeah, shaking? Like, I'm gay. Here we are at the Lunch Stuff Studios, folks. We had a little recorder cock there, but we're back. I think I got a yeast infection. What do you mean? Uh, I, I, I Your had, yeast is infected? I think I, my yeast is, is turned. So we just have yeast. Is it's that right? It's all coursing through you. Yeast, iron, calcium, magnesium. Okay. Jizz. But yeast you don't hear about. Because everything else is in the ingredients, like the, in the nutrition facts. Like you're like, this has iron. Like you eat a candy bar, it's like three points of iron. You got yeast in there. It says yeast? In a candy bar. Really? If you read the actual ingredients, where it says nitrate, kamikaze, oh, okay. queef. The below ingredients. Yeah, the word. That's not a nutritional fact. That's an ingredient. Ah. But like, oh, all right. But yeast isn't like calcium, though. Because like no. cal- you can't have like a yeast tablet. <laughs> no, I'm just saying they're both in you. <laughs> okay, like gum. Yeah, gum's in you. <laughs> it's in me all kinds of different ways. And on the back. I'm producing my own and taking in others. Yes, here, here. You'd, th- you'd think if you took another cum, it would match up with your cum and they'd meet. Oh, wouldn't that be something you could frame somebody for a sex crime? Wait a minute, what? I swallow your cum, then I come on oh. like a dead guy's, ba- like a homeless guy's face, but, but and then once, someone's like, Mark Norman raped a homeless guy. Once it goes through your uh, your pipes and stuff, it becomes yours. It's mixed, But is it mixed and matched? No, no, it's all you. But what happened to yours? Yours just becomes mine? Becomes. If you eat it. <laughs> It's got to go if through I your do. parts. What about through my ass? That drips out, I think. That, that's a drip. That's a cream pie. <laughs> cream puff. Um, a cre- I've never heard of an anal cream pie. Is oh, that they're out, out there? there. That's out there. And oh. They're loving every minute of it. i got to take a break and Google. Or Bing. <laughs> I'll chant the Bing.com, that thing. I got an itchy scalp. What do you do for that? I got an itch. That means you need to drink more water. No. Yeah, you dry it up. Yesterday, sometimes in your hair. It's amazing when you realize you haven't drank water. Like yesterday, I had a crazy day yesterday. We'll get into it, but I had mandolin. Oh boy, then crazy straight, mandolin! Straight to therapy. Don't tease. Uh. Then I went to therapy. Then I went straight from therapy. Jogged to the dentist. Then I went from the dentist to the movie because the movie was starting. Watched a movie. Then I went from straight from a movie to a spot to home, mm-hmm. and I felt a little whoopy. Yeah, yeah. And I pissed, and it was just like a like starburst yellow. Ooh. It was just fluorescent. Yes. It looked like a, a hint of brown. It looked like. You just used a Q-tip for the first time in a month? Oh, yeah, you get that, that orange. Color. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's no good. Well, actually, the orange is healthy. In the ear? In, in the, the ear. Uh, in the ear, really? In the ear. Orange is healthy. You don't want the orange dick, though. What's That's a carrot. What's healthy about the orange? It in just the ear. means you're all right. Like, if you get that yellow <laughs> liquid white, like almost a clear liquid, that's bad. Now, orange is just standard wax. I think it's a little yellow, no? I think it's more yellow than orange. Orange is like you yeah, ate... Helium or something. Helium. I meant to say, uh, what's the other thing with the bomb? Hydrogen? No, no, no. Gold? Yeast. um, Calcium? Plutonium. Uh, I was thinking plutonium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Uh, But yeah, yeah, the oranges, I think, is all right. It sucks when you think of the thing you wanted to say, and then that bombs. 
Uh, we're like plutonium and you're yeah. like oh and you're like fuck all right well, good yeah. point well i don't know plutonium that seems like it's in the movies for like we need plutonium well back to the future <laughs> maybe that's the only movie yeah i think so the all libyans right. i had a thing about the orange in the ear oh when i was a kid i got my ears drained yeah i'm familiar it was not a pleasant experience i think it's i think it uh t- what do you call it ta- taunted me no haunted Haunt- traumatized trauma yes, yes. a lot of trauma by the way, the uh, the part of the hospital is called the is it the uh, ICU? Yes, no intensive care unit. There's one for trauma. The trauma, the the TCU, Texas Christian Horn Frogs. That's an H. Um, TCU. TCU TLC Trauma Division. This is Trauma Division. I don't know about that. Maybe that's the SVU. Mm. Sexual Victims. Unit. Yes, sexual victims unicycle. <laughs> they oh. ride in and they check out that homeless guy with your cum on his face. <laughs> Their unicycle has no seat. <laughs> but yeah, all right. What all are right. we talking about? So, I yeah. don't know. Well, I got. I went into my dad. I didn't drink water. I oh, think I no can't water. remember. I don't remember. But I don't know where to start because I got some leftover stuff from last week uh-huh. from Michigan. Yes, the the the, the mitten. Yes, I went up to the Mitten and uh, Mount Pleasant, the whole thing. I forgot to tell you this this little whatever story. It's kind of horseshit, but I was at the casino, Soaring Eagle. I told you it was a hell gig, uh, real yes. hell gig of a gig. No Jews. In uh, Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of those ones where no one's welcoming. The waitress, the bartender's like, I'm like, I'm the comedian. You want them to be like, oh, hey, nice right. to have you. Right. But I guess they sent out an email to the, con- not to me because I'm a big shot headliner, but they sent an email to the comics being like, hey, stop being lewd and lascivious to the waitresses and ah. bartenders. Yeah, they had to like give out a warning. Wow. Like like harassing? I don't know. I think maybe what happened was the comedians are on stage trying to like fill time and the waitress walks by, you're like, I wouldn't mind fucking her in the butt. Get oh, me a coke there, yeah. bitch. Or whatever. Yeah, something that happens. Somebody did something like that. Yeah. So I didn't get a good greeting, and I ordered. Uh, I had a voucher. Listen to how annoying this is. They give you a twenty-five dollar voucher, which is nice. That's solid. But there's no change from the voucher. Ah, and like the a menu very limited. So I got buffalo wing, boneless buffalo wings, and an order of fries. All right. So then, like three minutes later, a guy walks up to me. A guy with like a peg leg and an eye patch. He works there. His sure. shirt's unbuttoned. He's got weird hairs. He's, the whole thing. He's the manager. Yeah, you can see his orange wax, so he's somewhat healthy. Aha. Uh-huh. He walks up. He's got a tray of fries with like a a yellow goo, cup, a goo. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I thought it was like maybe cheese. And he goes, uh, so "Fries." And I go, uh, uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So he just puts them down. And I go, "All right, my order came quick. They don't. They didn't bring my wings, but I'll eat the fries." And the fries look kooky, but I'm at the Soaring Eagle Casino. Yeah, what do you expect? So I assume they got a kooky fry. You got some eagle droppings. I bite into it, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" It's a fried pickle. Ah. That's what the yellow goo, a fried pickle. And I hate pickles. One thing about me, I don't like a pickle. You're a pickle hater? A guy, I am a pickle ho- hater. I like a pickle park, but that's it. A fickle pickle. So uh, the, this one time I had a guy who was speaking of trauma. My, my, your ear tubes is to my pickle situation with this old Republican weirdo. And right? I only bring that up because he's like an asshole about uh-huh. it. And he, he called me like a liberal faggot a bunch, and I didn't even want to talk politics. He's like one of these guys. Really? Yeah, he's friends with Fred Cantor, Jason Cantor's dad's friend. The guy's a jerk off. All right. I Not because he's a Republican. They just sure. both happen to interact. Got it. A lot of great Republicans out there. Good uh, people. Oh, yeah. I know 
one of them. Um, but anyways, he kept trying to get me to eat a fried pickle. And I was like, I don't want the fried pickle. I don't like pickles. And he's yeah. like, you have to have them. That's what they're known for. They're famous. Oh, they always do the this known thing. For. He's like bullying me. And yeah. I was like, I don't like pickles, though. And he's like, but you haven't had this one. So finally I ate it. And I was like, he's like, what do you think? And I was like, I, I fucking hate it. He's like, yeah. how could you hate it? I, like, I told you I hated it. This guy, what if you did that to him with gays? Someone should do it to him with yes, gays. Yes, take a pickle up the, the rear. Yes. But anyway, so I bit into this fried pickle, and it brought back trauma to this fucking old Reaganite. I hated this guy. So uh -huh. I almost threw up my mouth. And then the lady next to me is like, are those my fried pickles? Oh, and the waitress boy. comes over. She's like, those aren't yours. And I'm like, well, he gave them to me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want them. He gave and he made me eat one. Yeah, and I didn't. No, no, this is a different. Uh, back to the Michigan. Oh, oh, that was the repub. Sorry, there's all got kinds. It, of, got yeah, it. Yeah, got this it. This is pub food. This is pickle trauma. So then uh, the lady PT. goes. This lady next to me goes, well, I don't want his fried pickle. He already ate it. I'm like, I picked out one and ate it, but whatever you uh, fucking yeah, fat I get cut. it. I, I get it. it. I get it. But, but still. She still sucks. She should get double fried pickle. Take these ones and get a fresh order. Here, here. And then the bartender looks at me like I'm a dick. Uh, I'm like, well, you're fucking flunky. Brought them to me. Yes, flunky. And I'm the fucking... I'm the victim here. Yes. I got shit pickle in my mouth. Sure. You, she gets new fried pickles. You don't give a fuck. You're getting your $4 an hour. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. This guy's a prickle. And I hadn't even got my drink yet, so now I got to just fester with uh, shit pickle in my no ear. You no washing debt. You have any, uh, what does he say? Any, anything to wash that down with? Oh, uh, yes. That is a Sprite. tasty burger. Yes. Kahuna. I would kill for a Kahuna burger. I'd rather get shot. Like Brett, then uh, eat this fried pickle. Oh, yeah. It was an act of God. So anyways, then my, my chicken wings come. They're bone-in Korean barbecue, which is wow. much different than a boneless buffalo. Sure. But I already had my tidbit, and I know this email is circling about the comics and the wait staff. So I didn't even say anything. I just ate barbecue wings, which I don't even like. And mm -hmm. they're Soaring Eagle barbecue, so they sh they're shit. Yes. Then my bill is like 12 bucks. It's up in the middle of the country, so everything's a little more affordable. So I got this voucher, and I go, can I get change for that? She goes, we don't do change. You want to order something else? I'm like, I hated the food. You brought me the wrong orders, and I'm already full off of this bullshit. So then I'm like, can you take the change as a tip? Uh -huh. She's like, it doesn't work that way. Jeez. So now I got a tipper on top. So now I've lost, instead of getting a free meal, I ate some fried pickle horse shit, got the wrong order, ate some decent fries, and lost eight bucks because I had to give her a nice tip. You know? Sure. Wow. What a raping. That's why I call it. Not Pleasant, Michigan. Here, here. Instead of Mount Pleasant. I'm with you. Anyways, uh, that's a tale. I would have, I would have ordered something to go. Well, it wasn't great food, yeah. and I was kind of filled up on the fuck. I ate my dick. First of all, that was filling. It's a okay. nice size. Good girth. Filled with cum, cream. Yeah, I meant two sides. Oh yeah, balls. Uh huh. <laughs> um, well, they're balls. more underneath than sides. All right, all right. But, uh, <laughs> they're not toppings. Hey, bottoming inside on bottoming I like that. Oof, I'm bottoming, bottoming out right out. now. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> okay. Rock bottoming. Uh, but anyways, then I went back and played you know the rest of the story with Brandy yeah, the car dealer the whole thing. I respect the, uh, a nice shitty meal story cuz that you get so many of those on the road where you got to you're forced to eat a you know a fried dick and then you hate yourself and the wait staff sucks and you're a cunt. Well, here's the thing where I blew it because the voucher was good for anywhere in the casino. Oh, you blew it. But I was hungry and it was before, right before the show, so I just ate at the venue. I should have saved it, but I needed something to nosh before I went up. You know, it's a whole I thing. I get it. I I had a weird customer service thing the other day. I had a, a Uber driver from the Upper East Side to the West Village. 
So that's okay. a nice chunk of chunk of island right there. Yes. So this guy, I think he was a crazy Polak. He had some wacky music going. He was chewing on a turnip or something. And he's hauling around. And he's one of these guys who speeds up to red lights and then hits the brake. Oh, what is that? The tooth chipper. Yes. I hate the tooth chipper. I was sucking on stick shift because my head was going back and forth. I oh. like fucking Monica Lewinsky back there. Oh. And this guy's just... Like he would just peel ass up to a cab's asshole and then hit the brake. Like, Ugh. what are you doing? Key and peel ass. Yes. So stole it from Chappelle. So I, I was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? So I, I, I'm just sitting back like getting woozy, like, oh, oh that, the starting and the stopping and the gut. And I, I roll the window down because I'm trying to get some air. I'm so uh, queasy. Uh-huh. And I tell the guy, I was like, why? Can I ask you a question, sir? And he's very nice. He's like, yes, yes, what's shaking? And I go, why do you hit the gas? You could you could let up off the brake, and your car would roll uh-huh. to the a car in front of it, the 10 feet, and it would be the same outcome. Yes. And you're saving gas. Uh-huh. And he goes, I want to get there. And I go, yeah, but if you just let it roll... You, we're at a red light anyway. Let it roll, baby, roll. He's like, no, no, I need to get quick. We got to be quick. Like, <laughs> oh, it's the same. You're still stopping. I know. It's, it's, it's no point in even There's talking. No point. I tried. I tried. You tried. That's nice that you tried. It's good to try. But I want to be like, you're a bad driver. Yes. You can't say that. No, I that, know. That, saying that to a man's like telling a woman she's got a fat clit. Well, you could hit him with a two-star review or whatever. I know, but that fucks their whole livelihood. But they need that. Sometimes guess, they need that, you know. So. Sometimes then, I'll do that with a cab driver that's really bad. I got I to gotta, I gotta go below the 20 percentile. Yeah. So they learn. I guess. I don't know if they're learning, though. If they were learning, it wouldn't be an Uber driver. Well, that's a little harsh, <laughs> Maybe I think. Maybe it's harsh. You sound like the fried pickle guy. Uh-huh. Uh, the original fried pickle guy. All right. Anybody can Uber. Uh, well, how about this? Speaking of service... And this was fine service, but so I'm, I'm at uh, Grand Rapids. I'm in the hotel there, the Chariots of Fire. What do you call it? Courtyard Marriott. Ah, yes. I don't know why I thought Chariots of Fire. Ben-Hur. I don't know what made me think of that. I think it's Courtyard Marriott. I like because you went with your, your subconscious brain there. I like that. You yeah. dug in. Ben-Hur is different than Chariots of Fire, though. I think they're both epics. I suppose. They're like 30 <laughs> years apart, though, I believe. 30 years? I don't know about that. Well, Ben-Hur, I think, is 59, and uh, Chariots of Fire is like 83 or something. Oh. I think. Well, which one is the one with the chariots in the Roman time? Mm, chariots of Fire, I think, was about like retarded kids running, and they had to have training wheels or something. Ooh, boy, I missed that That's one. That's what I think, right? Wait a minute. I, we need Shelby up in here. Yeah, hold on. One of you, I think you're right. I don't know about the retarded kids in the training wheels, but I think uh, Chariots of Fire was it was about bikes or something. Oh, maybe it was bikes. Yeah, or wasn't it wheelchair kids, kids or something about uh, that? Maybe one was on a rascal. <laughs> That'd be a great uh, little sketch. A rascal chariot race with the spikes on the wheels, trying to you know cut off the other fat guy. We need Shelby back. I'll try yeah. to be Shelby right now. Maybe I'll get him in a cupboard here. Chariots of Fire was 1981, and it was a British historical drama film about two athletes in the 1924 Special Olympics. Oh, you got it, the retard. And you did, did a hell of a Stephen Hawking. Well, I got to be honest. I, I put the special in to make me sound right. Uh. It's not, not the Special Olympics. I just threw that in there. Eric Lytle, a devout Scottish Christian who runs for the glory of God. But I thought that was the chariot aspect. Of course. I thought he was in a wheelchair. I never saw oh, Chariots of Fire. No I just know the did. music, of course. So wait, what year, though? 81. All right. And yeah, ben Hur, I'm pretty 50. confident, it was 59. Because I think right. it won all the Oscars previous to well, Titanic, like tied it. 
Well, there's an epic in the the Technicolor days where it's two chariots racing. That's Ben Hur. Oh, all right. Well, there yeah. you go. Oh, that's what you were saying. That's a connection. Oh, I see the connection, but you said Chariots of Fire. I think it had to be Chariots. There's both movies with Chariots. I nailed the 59. I feel good about that. All right. Well, anyways, so I'm at Chariots of Fire Courtyard Marriott in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Ben-Hur. I I kept ordering from uh, Ben-Him. They got to change it. Uh, Ben-Them. 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 That was better than mine. I was going to say bend them over a couch. I like that one. Yeah, come in their hair. Bend over. Um, <laughs> Dover, Delaware. Yeah, I don't know where we're at anymore. This has been done. Okay. Uh, well, I order from Pepino's. I love the Pepino's. Oh. I think I mentioned Pepino's last week. Here's your pizza, you pea brain. <laughs> I think I remember why we stopped coming here. So we order a little Pepino. We, I, I order Pepino's yeah. delivery Saturday. I'm watching the uh, football game, the Pac-12 championship, or whatever it was. It was the it wasn't that. I don't know what the fuck it was. It doesn't matter. The Big 12 championship. I'm watching the game. Yes. I order Pepino's delivery. The guy brings my delivery. He does this, which I found off-putting. The hotel doesn't let you up to the room, so they call you ah. and say, meet me in the, in the fucking lobby. basement or the lobby. Yeah. yeah. So then I go down there, and it happened twice. Once with Domino's, once with Pepino's. I go down there, and the guy, it takes like seven minutes, and I'm barefoot. I got my socks on uh, and my underwear and a heart on. You got a nightcap and a candle. So I'm thinking I'm going to come down there, and he's going to be pulling out of his car but they fuck you they call you way too early because they, they assume i'm a fat piece of shit yes. that can't get down the stairs they want you to wait they don't want to wait right so i get down there waiting there for like nine minutes and like the maitre d's like can i help you sir do you, do you live here are yeah. you okay something's wrong with your eyeball right and then i go no i'm waiting for my pizza so the guy gets there i ordered a pasta dish tortellini he pulls wow. that out with a salad he hands me the salad it's in one of those old big mac foam the oh, white foam yeah, yeah. Hands it to as he goes to hand it to me, he fumbles like fucking Ernest Biner or whichever guy. <laughs> he fucking fumbles and it just lands, opens up, face down. Every speck of lettuce is on the floor and my foot. Oh, and it was foot a salad. Caesar salad. It was a big. I got a big case of fucking cheese foot. He tossed the salad. He tossed my salad and came on my foot. Wow. And it was one of those ones where it's like not even a little salvageable, zero salvageable Salagible. salad. Yeah, no salad. And uh, the salad days would no re- not return. Oh, yeah. So then he's like, I can go get you a new one. And I'm like, I can't make a guy go back the and pizza. then back again. The pizza would have to go, but a salad's not a returnable. Of course. So I got So he just scoops it all up and like there's oh. cheese everywhere. And like, and he was like a hot guy. Oh, he's hot like guy. In like his 30s, like a good looking guy. You feel bad like because like he's scraping it off my foot. I'm just standing there like. Ben Hur, while he fucking yeah. <laughs> scrapes the You're dust. Like Captain Morgan. <laughs> yeah, like the cheese dust off my feet. Uh, and I just felt like he felt like he looked like such a bitch down there. Of course. A and hot he's like, bitch. You, he's looking up. He's like, You want me to bring you a new one? And I'm oh, like, No, no, you fucking hot loser. Get out of here. In his 30s. So then, like, I had already, it came to like 1630, and I gave him a 20s. I was like, Yeah, just keep it. So it's, it's a year of Ben Hur. Nice, nice, uh, nice tip, you know, but I'm like, now you lost another food I lost item. my salad, and I'm like, don't bring it back. I wasn't excited about any, but I was. I need to eat my roughage so I can shit. You need a green. Especially with a cheese tortellini. That's like a fucking drain clog. That's a, cor- a carby, cheesy diarrhea loaf. Oh, yeah. They're still in there. That was a month ago. I'm not oh, going to shit yeah. those out till my 80th birthday. That's got the cheese in it, right? Yes. In, oh, that's you can get good. A, you can get a meat tortellini or a cheese tortellini. Ooh. This is a cheese tortellini, and it was tossed in like a cream sauce. I ah. ate it two days in a row. It made my fucking 
bowels. Well, when you got the good. second one, did you go, hey, watch out for old hot Chad with the salad droppies? <laughs> no, that was the second one. The first oh. one, oh. I dined in with uh, Zach Martina. You know him? Oh, cute kid with the hair. Yeah, he came over from Ann Arbor. We had a nice dinner at Pepino's. We had a hot waitress. Great guy. Great comic. Funny guy. That's one cool thing about the Midwest is like there's hot women working at like shitty places. Oh, my word. You don't see that. In L.A., there's no hot chick working at CarMax, you know? Yes. If you're at Grand Rapids, go whatever the 7 p.m. shift on a Thursday, uh, Ainsley was her name or Callie or Kaylee. Oh, you got the name. I can't remember the name, but she was really a... Like a bombshell. She could wow. bring home the bacon and fry it in the pan and not drop it on your hoof. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good to know. I wonder if she listens. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Hey, hey, folks. Got to tell you about that away bag. Look, it's holiday time. Spread some love. Get a pal or a loved one or a family member that you don't love. Get them an away bag. I love the away. This thing is a thing of beauty. It's changed my life. I literally travel every weekend. I'm on flights. I'm on a train. I'm in a plane or another John Hughes movie. It's thoughtful standards for modern travel. This thing is it's light, but yet it's strong. You can throw it around. It can take a beating. It's got the wheels on it, the 360-degree wheels. You can spin and span all over creation. It's got the battery. This battery will charge your iPhone five times over, baby. You can't go wrong with the Away. It's a thing of beauty. It's got a combination lock on it. It's got this this interior compression system that lets you pack more. I'm getting all kinds of cliff bars and Chipotle cards and uh, pantyhose. You name it. I get, I, I smush it all in there, baby. This thing is great. I used to use a duffel. I've pulled back on the duffel. I hate myself. Away is the way to go. TSA approved, folks. They love that away, and so do I. You gotta get one. They'll last forever, and uh, really, we'll, we'll help you out We'll give you a, if you go to awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays, we'll give you 20 bucks off a suitcase. That's pretty good. Awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays. And use promo code Tuesdays during checkout. That's Tuesdays plural. So uh, because the season, everyone wants to get away. That's the fun tagline. I didn't write it. So yeah, get on board, folks. Get on board and bring her away. God love you. But anyway, Maybe I got she- a couple other things, but if, if you want to sprinkle something in there, toss it on my ass. I got a, I got a big one coming up well, at the end or I, later. I just want to throw this out there. And this is not a story or a, a comment on society, but I've gotten this wild hair up my ass. I get these, these things, you know, I steal from airports, I fuck children, whatever it is. And I, uh, I've been doing this thing where I'm seeing how long I can go without paying for subway rides. I've been jumping turnstiles like a kid in an 80s movie. Well, God bless you, and I think that's what we need to be doing because oh, the MTA really? is fucking us. I mean, I don't condone any of the this, this stuff you're doing out there with the steel and the Coke and the candy. The Coke? But uh, whatever you the Chipotle cup. Oh, oh the water cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the MTA, I mean, we were texting about it. I was late for this pod because of it. We uh, got to start taking live. I want to start pulling conductors out and shooting them in the face. It's pretty wild. It's a, it's a shit show with the subway service out here. So what do you do? You go underneath, you go over the top, you show them your tits and distract them, or what no, happens? No, I'm, I'm Jared the subway guy. I'm a top with subway. I just <laughs> uh, I just jump right over the turnstiles every time. I'm, and I've gotten so 
rogue with it. I've gotten so confident that I got a guy in the booth, and I still do it. Wow. Because he's always looking at his dick. He's always playing Mind Eraser or Bad Brains or yeah. whatever you call that shit. Brick Brick Breaker. <laughs> And uh, great band because they never want to uh, they never want to help anybody. Yeah, yeah. So I go, okay, well, I'm going to use that to my advantage, and I'm jumping this puppy while you're t- picking your asshole hairs. Well, a good way to do it, as you know, I was a, a pretty lofty, well-established uh, loss bag? prevention oh, agent. Oh, right, back right. at Sears in the, uh, in the in the 80s. Sure. And uh, the bet what I would have learned from all my work there is the best way to steal is a grab and go in and out. Oh, really? The less time you're in there, the better. So what I'm recommending to you, if you really want to get good, you got to stand on this side, the not paid side, and then wait for the train to be coming. I do do that. Then you, you do do. Then you hop it and get right in there because then you're out. You got an escape vehicle. Right. That's the best way. Well, you, you know when you're in trouble or when you're scared, you always have some scenario in your brain. And I always picture him with some big red button. Like he sees me jump at the train comes, and I picture him going, uh-huh. and then the train conductor going, hold on, everybody, we got a we got a runner. Yeah. I think but. of a bunch of like dicks, like an FBI dick uh-huh. with the hats and the yes. long coats and the clip clop. I love that clip clop when the agents are running. Oh, yeah. Untouchables has like a lot of that. Yeah, that is a good clip. The clop. squeaky leather shoe. Right. What's a gum shoe exactly? That's a detective. I mean, I know what it is, but like, what's the, the epidemiology of the word? I could ask the, the big bitch on the fridge. All right, I'll hold the mic up there. All right. Alexa, what is the etymology of the word gum shoe? substance designed to be chewed without being swallowed. Modern chewing gum is composed of gum base. Sweeteners. All right, that's not the right answer. Ah, Fuck her. Jesus Yeah, Christ. don't talk about swallowing. Nothing. You never yeah. swallow. Yeah. You fucking whore. What a bitch. Shut up. She's got a hymen. Fucking women. God damn it. Uh, hey, Shelby, throw in gumshoe origin right here. Yes, thank you. At the turn of the century, to gumshoe meant to sneak around quietly as if wearing gumshoes, either in order to rob or, conversely, to catch thieves. Fascinating. Oh! How about that? Interesting. All right, Shelby. Good work, Shelby. You got gummy lips. Yes, and shoes. (laughs) He does have shoes. He's got little bitty baby shoes. He feels like a guy that would wear wooden shoes to me. Doesn't he have that vibe? Yeah. He's slow. He's got little clogs on Oh, I bet Shelby could run. No. If he had to. Maybe with the the Forrest Gump leg brace. That's, I think that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I think he reminds me. He could, just, he could be like a guy that just runs like 40 miles. Yes. And you're like, wow, how did he do that? I guess. He's got the same haircut. <laughs> that's not true. It's high and hair, tight. Hair color, maybe. No. Well, we haven't seen him. He might have fucking <laughs> long dangles. He might be blonde now. <laughs> he might be dreadlocks. Yeah, Who knows? He, he might have like a, uh, you know, he's a fucking a bad brains a wig. I have no idea. But, right. um, but anyway, we, right, oh, we, might to, we might have to read the thing. Well, I'll give it a minute. All right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah. So that's what? all. But yeah, I've been jumping him, and I feel like a, a kid in, in, in like, a, like the Warriors. Come out and play. Yeah, yeah they, they suck. Well, this is a premise. I, found, I looked up my notes, but I found a premise. <laughs> How about this premise? Today, we're recording in advance because I'm going to Seattle and uh, whatever. Seattle? Yeah. Well, I'm going to Portland, then going to Seattle. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, the, the Pearl Jam? No, that was in August. Oh, jeez, you're right. Uh, I'm going to see Derek and his children and his wife also. He had kids. Oh, yeah. One of them's named Joey. Hey. Pretty good. uh, Pretty good. Joey uh, Butterfuko. Oh, I see. (laughs) Um, 
So how about this premise? I'm watching the George Bush 41 funeral today. Oh, they play the funeral. Oh, yeah, big time. By the way, Donald Trump's the best thing that ever happened to the Bushes. I watched George, like, 10 years ago, I was like, George W. Bush is a war crime, homophobic piece of garbage. I remember that. Now he comes out, I'm like, I love this guy. Look at him, this son of a bitch. He made me cry. He started crying. I was crying. I was like, I love this wow. fellow. He's getting a lot of beef on Twitter. People hate this guy. Who, W? Yeah. What about? Oh, just like, oh, the harassment stuff at the end. And I mean, Oh, people, that's HW. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. He died. That's the one that died. Yeah, yeah. The W gave the eulogy. I see. Mm-hmm. He was actually on a Kimmel, very charming. That's what I'm saying. He's very charming. Yeah. I mean, he's a, a war criminal, but he's charming. Sure. What is a war criminal? They're all war criminals. That's a weird term. Well, there's this crime. They got together and they made rules of war, rules of engagement and such, mm. and then, uh, you know, they break them. Well, it's just weird because war, you just go kill each other. And so it's weird to be like, oh, wait, there's rules. I know. You're telling me. There's all, it's, it's all horrific. But you do need them. That way you can't just like burn someone's skin off. You capture someone, you start you uh, know, burning right. the tip of their dick off. Yeah, and, uh, you got to have some decency. Dickoff is a good you. Russian name. Dickoff. Yeah, yeah. Marty, Marty Dickoff. Sure. Uh, but anyways. Trump knows that guy. I was watching the funeral. And uh, it was a joy. It was a good watch. It's fun. This guy, Alan Simpson, you got to watch his set. He killed. What? He's like an old senator. The guy's 115. He can barely walk. His knees are like clocking together. He's uh-huh. all gangly. <laughs> and I was like, this guy's going to bomb. And he brought the heat. Really? One of the best sets I've ever seen. What? Pull it up some point. Senator Alan Simpson, this guy, I don't know, he's from the 40s, this guy. Mm-hmm. But he fucking ripped it. And like, it must be weird. Giggles or like, like uh, power killing or inspiring? No, killing. And what? some whatever bullshit. But it must be weird giving a eulogy at 112 because I'm like, you're going to be in there in like oh, 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, right. He's like, this is like a dress rehearsal for his thing. He's like opening for himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's going to open that casket and dive in. But Sure. But he killed. But here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm thinking. They got to get rid of the no applaud policy at a funeral. Because ah. you want, like Ronan Tynan comes out and he's like, he does this whole thing with an orchestra and nobody claps. Yeah. I feel for these guys. It's like they just ate it. I feel like I've seen a clap at a funeral. Well, funny you should say that because W, he gave the speech and started crying like a bitch and then uh, they clapped for him. Huh. But that's even weirder because I'm like, you clap for this son of a bitch, yeah. but where's the Simpson clap? Maybe they wanted to cry. Maybe. But, but still, it's odd. Yeah, but the, I think we'd clap for everyone at a funeral. You come out, you give a whole speech, and you go, my dad was gay, and I yeah. shaved his pubes, and God bless him. Yes. Go in peace. A nice applaud would be nice. You know what it reminds me of is when a comic does like a 12-minute act out. He's doing cartwheels, backflips, pratfalls, and no one laughs. Oh, yeah. That's what it feels like with just that silence. After all, he's guys sweating, huffing and puffing. He's laying on the floor, and then nothing. Well, that was always my big fear. That's why I never liked doing high-energy stuff. Um, yeah, it stings when that doesn't hit. Hello, folks. Here we are. Happy Hull. Got to talk to you about Roman. I love these guys. Look, we all know the male sex is not great at hitting the doctor's office. I haven't gone to a doctor since uh, Obama was gay. You got to go to the doctor. Erectile dysfunction. Any Look, you can avoid these pesky waiting rooms and awkward visits by checking out Roman. You gotta check out Roman. No waiting rooms, no face-to-face conversations, no uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. You can handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit roman.com slash Tuesdays, fill out a brief medical onboarding, chat with a doctor, FDA-approved ED meds delivered to your door, 
in unmarked packaging. Wow. I love the Roman. So go online and get checked by the doc. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that guys don't tackle. And you shouldn't tackle people with an erection. But with Roman, it's really easy. So go take care of it. For a free online visit, go to roman.com slash Tuesdays. That's uh, getroman.com slash Tuesdays. So getroman.com slash Tuesdays for a free online visit. Getroman.com slash Tuesdays and get hard again. Mazel. Um, but anyway, I mean, should I get to my humdinger? Because I got the, a humdinger. Get to the hum, because we're going to be doing a lot of digressing on this hum. Okay, well, this is a dinger that can hum. I can tell you that, folks. Mm. So I'm out there in Grand Rapids, and as we talked about, it can get a little lonely, and that's why we're so grateful for the fans. Uh. All the kind emails. Oh, how about this? This guy, I think his name is Kevin. I got to find his fucking name. He works for the record company. He sent me a bunch of records. What? I came home. I got a box waiting for me. Like LPs? LPs, like 40 records, including what? Brandy Carlisle's. What? By the way, I forgive you, my favorite album of the year. And uh, he gave me one, a bunch of new bands. I'm just ripping them open and going through and listening to new music. I'm you, loving it. You gave him the Addy? I gave him my address, and hopefully he doesn't turn on wow. me and kill me with all this like talk here. So yeah. keep, keep liking me, please. Don't come to my home. That guy might have robbed me. Yeah, I hope not. Boy, maybe I should have given him Shelby's address or something. Or like the seller or something. I know, but then Liz doesn't want to go, hey, we got a package for you, you piece of shit. Yeah, I went to Liz the other day and I said, you got a stamp? I got a letter. I need a stamp. She was like, give me the fucking letter. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But we love you, Liz. Oh, of She's course. We love her, the but uh, I, get, no, I can't have packages sent there. I feel like she'll hit me over the head with a broom handle. Sure, like a rolling pin. Well, anyways, thanks for the records, uh, Big Ke- I think it's Kevin because there was a card inside with somebody's name, but then the return address was Kevin. So whoever... Ah. Sent me the records. God, I'll find the email and give you a proper shout-out. But anyways, so I'm out there, lonely in Grand Rapids. I'm sitting there, and you're going, my career, what am I doing with my life? I get an email from GothamBooker.com, whatever mm. it is. I shouldn't give out his email, I guess. Yeah, you're fine. It wasn't .com. It doesn't matter what his email is. But anyways, I get an email from the Booker of Gotham Comedy Club right here in New York City, and it says, hey, do you want to MC for Bill Burr? Whoa! On Monday. Oh, that's exciting. Now, there's a part of you that's like, MC, what am I, a schmuck on wheels? I don't MC. I'm a fucking, I'm a a headliner. You take a couple dips for one of the biggies. Well, first of all, it's like, it's it's a city MC. Uh It's it's good money, and a lot of great comics do MC quite a bit, like killer comics. But you don't want to be in that, put in that uh, corner. No. Like, baby. You don't want to be in that box. No. So, but I'm, of course, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll make a cool hundo on a on a Monday, and uh, I don't get booked at Gotham that much. And what the hell? And I'm open. I didn't have a spot till ten fifteen. Hey, hundo on a Monday. Yes, exactly. And I'll get to see Burr and watch Burr, one of the great comics sure, there is of sure. all time, right? I mean, and he's gonna get to see the the List Man. Well, we'll see about that. So I say, sure, I'll do it. Great. I go, all right. I got a nice gig tomorrow. I land. I come around. It's Monday. And uh, what was I coming? Oh, I recorded here. We that, did the podcast, recorded. Right. Then I walked up, called my mother, a whole thing, went up there and had the sad talk. You say, you recall your parents and be like, I'm sad. Are you sad? You ever do that? I don't. I don't have that kind of relationship. Well, I don't either. I'm trying to. Oh, good on you. But I didn't get a good thing. It was just like this. Yeah, yeah, of course. Ah. But you're like, anything else? Come Any on, advice, Mom. thoughts? Just a, yeah, 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 I'm sad. We're all sad. Oh, Where yeah. you go? I, no, I feel worse. I'm like, all right, I guess. He's like, you can take medicine, but I know you don't want to do that. And I'm like, no, I don't. Okay, thank God you. God damn, Deb. I wanted a nice 
I love you, you piece of shit. Yeah, you're a funny dick. Well, whatever. So then I get sad. Now I'm like, all right, well, I'm just sad now. Let me go to Gotham. That'll take my mind off it. Yeah. I go down there, and it's sold out. I knew, I wasn't sure if it was just like he was going to do a pop-in surprise thing. Oh, no. But they tweeted out, sold out Gotham. 295 people are allowed Ooh. in there, according to the fire marshal bill. So it's packed, and I had that great feeling we talked about when you're walking in, and the lines around the corner, and you hear, oh, there's Joe List. Oh, that's Joe List. He must be on the show. Oh, that's nice. So that feels good. Whoever murmured that, thank you. God bless you. And you got to fight through the whole crowd. It always feels good to be cutting through a crowd. You're yes. Like, Excuse me. And like, who's, you feel like Henry Hill. Right. I don't have to wait. Sorry, yeah, like, scumbags. Yeah, I'm like, get out of my way. And I see Andrew Andrew Schwartzel, great guy, good manager egg. there. Manager. Good man. I go, can I get down in the green room? Because I get there really early. He's like, let me sure it's make sure it's prepared for you. Just had a baby. Well, that was going to be part of the story. You oh, blew the story. That was the whole punchline. Oh, Shelby, edit it. Ah, you fucked no, me. No, let's edit that. Ah, we you fucked me. No, we'll leave in the baby. Go, go in. Don't we'll, throw the bottle we'll water out with the bath baby. We'll do it Tarantino style. Oh, Bill Burr delivered his baby. Shit. All right, all right. God damn it. So I go Son downstairs. Of a Nazi cum guzzling wigger. I'm in there, and we're talking Schwartz. We're talking movies. Whatever, bullshitting. Oh, I hate myself. Then Paul Verzi arrives. Oh, He's featuring Love Verzi. Who cares about Verzi? The story's ruined. He's got a baby. He's got a new special. Check out his special, All by right. the way. Yeah, that's a that's his baby. It's streaming on ComedyCentral.com, uh, I believe. I don't know the name of the special. I forget it. Shelby, plug in the name of that special yeah. right here. Nah, we don't want too much plugging here. Wow, you got to plug. you got to help people out. Well, we got the special. Oh, it's only going to be two seconds. He's going to say, uh, this does. Oh, I know what it's called. Oh. Fuck you, Shelby. We don't need you. I, I know what it's called. You. It's called, I'll Say This. Okay. There it is. Paul Bursey, I'll Say This. Check out the special. Or don't. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. He had a baby. He's a funny guy. Who knows? So I go down there. I'm chatting with Bursey. Yeah. Then the Brazilians come in. They own the club. Yes. The, these two guys, and uh, they come in. Old New York Italian guys. And they go, all right, so Joe, you're going to host. And then they go, you're going to do 20. And Verzi, you're going to do 25. And Verzi goes, I don't know, because Burr's not there yet. Verzi's <laughs> like, I don't know. I usually, uh, I work the road with him. I did the whole tour. He's like, usually it's like 10 and 10. Yeah. And I'll go second and bring him up. I bring him up. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I was hanging with Burr at the cellar last night. And he said, we're going to tag it. Uh-huh. So they're like, well, I don't know about that. And then uh, Chris Mazzilli, the owner, he goes, Tonight, you know, I think uh, I think for tonight, we're going to have you host. Mm. He says it very suspiciously. Something's fishy. I go, uh, all right. And then he, they leave, and Verzi's like, hey, we, I, they don't know what they're talking about. Like, he likes 10 and 10, because he does an hour and 15, this yeah, guy. Yeah, crazy wops. And I said this. I feel, always feel this way from touring with Louie and, you know, the Schumer. I like to get the instructions from the comedian. Ah. I want the headliner to tell me what's going on. It's his show. And from years of DePaulo, too, the whole thing. I'm like, I don't... Because you've been on the road for years with and there's some fucking 22-year-old kid in a three-piece suit going, okay, you're going to do 10, we've got three guest spots, <laughs> and then he'll do nine. And, well, and then DePaulo comes in and goes, fuck you, everyone's off the show. List, you do 20, I'm doing an hour. Fuck <laughs> your mother, get out of the green room. <laughs> so, you know, like... Yes, I've I'm like, it. well, this is all... In pencil until Burr gets here. Pencil number two. Pencil me in. So I go up there and it's packed and I'm nervous because I never performed for Burr's crowd and I'm oh, always worried it's going to be like Opie best. and Anthony people throwing banana peels at me. They're going to love you. So I get up there and immediately they're hot. They're just attentive and it's like the opposite of some of these road games. Everyone's just on board. They're yes. like, yes, all right. Yes. So I'm killing right away. I love the crowd. Hot crowd. I do about 18 or so minutes because they light you. They give you a five minute light. Mm. But you always you're always afraid of going over. Sure. So I did about three and a half more. I get off at about 18. I bring up Verzi. Yep. 
Now Verge is on there. He's supposed to do 20-ish or whatever. So I go, great. And then Burr arrives. He's got Ooh. Club Soda Kenny with them, which oh, is fun. Yeah, it's exci- that's it's, fun. It's an event, you know? Yeah, but Club Soda, baby. So I'm sitting in there in the back, and then Ed, one of the managers at the club, uh, he comes up, and he, you know, he's in his suit, and he's, like, sweating. He's like, let me take it. He's like, can I have a word with you? They're uh-huh. all very serious there. Very serious. They're all in suits. It's very dark, very ominous. They're all ex-cops. He gives me, like, the finger, come here. Uh, like, he's come like, come hither. here. Yes. And now I'm, like, nervous. I'm like, I didn't do enough time. I got off a minute and a half early. I fucked up. The whole show's ruined. Burr is going to kick me in the dick. So we go in the back corner in the sound booth, and he's like, okay, here's what's going on. And uh, I'm just kind of finding out things as they come, and this is why it's a little weird. Uh, Jesus Christ, it's not a missile launch, Ed. I'm freaking out. I'm trembling like a, like a schoolgirl in the rain. What are you, are 18 years in? What are you worried about? I know. I'm like, well, what did I do? Well, I'm worried about Burr. He terrifies me. So he goes, here's, here's the deal. This is why it's been hush-hush. He goes, Jerry Seinfeld what? is coming to the show. Oh, never heard of him. And I go, oh, God. And I got to tell you, I got to give you a little hint in here. Hit me. When I got the email, I suspected maybe Jerry would be there. Why would you know? What are you, clairvoyant? Well, well because he loves or Burr. I know he loves Burr. He goes to Gotham a lot. He lives in the city. Mm-hmm. I know he loves Count. And Gotham's his spot. He's at Gotham a lot. All Gotham all yes. day. Yeah, he doesn't even go anywhere else anymore, really. Not really. Well, Westside. Westside once with... Bill Burr. Bill Burr. So uh-huh. they know we know they kind of fart around together. They both they smoke cigars, blah, blah, blah. So I did have this suspicion. I wonder if Jerry will be there. Interesting. So now I get the nod from Ed, and now I'm freaking out because now I'm bringing up Jerry. Oh, boy. So he's like, Jerry's on his way. He's going to go next. He's like, that's why we weren't sure. He's supposed to get here at 8. And I look at the clock. It's like 7.38. Oh, my And Verzi's been up there for 5. Oh, boy. So I'm like, this guy's fucked. So Verzi's got to just go. And they told Verzi... They didn't tell us that, which is weird. They're like, just tell me Jerry's coming. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't tell Virgil. They go, just wait for the light. Don't get off until you get the light. Now, Jerry, he doesn't give a fuck. He's in traffic, and he's getting there when he wants to get there. Yeah, yeah. He's at the soup Nazi. So he's running behind, and so Verzi does like 37 minutes. Oh, that's a lot of Verzi. But I'm terrified because I'm worried he's going to jump off. I got to go on, and then I'm like, I got to just fill the time. And yeah. then I don't know if I'm bringing up Burr or I'm bringing up Jerry. Right. So then they pull me. Not to mention I have the anxiety of bringing up Jerry. Of course. My, you know, I mean, we don't need to, we don't we don't need to yeah. you listen you, to you the know. show. We've you know what's going on. Tonight. Yeah, we're only, I mean, we're. We're doing Jerry. <laughs> what are we, what are we, who are we kidding here? I'm doing Larry David. Well, that was behind the curtain, but we're sure. doing the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. This is the show. This is, We're not changing it. Yeah. I mean, we say common fag quite a bit more than they yeah. do, but they had censors and whatnot. It's on TV. But uh, not yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so now I'm freaking out. I'm, I don't know how to bring him up. And then they say this. This is what they say. They go, Jerry's intro will be. The nice thing about coming to Gotham Comedy Club is oh you never know who God. will show up. Get Ladies and gentlemen, job. Jerry Seinfeld. And he goes, do not say anything more or anything less. That's a mouthful. But they, I think the point is they don't want you to go, you guys are going to shit. You might have seen his show. It's the greatest show of all time, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't want you to go up there and do a Kramer impression and go, I, hey, have I you seen the so. soup Nazi fucking bag of clang? Remember that guy yelled the N-word? This guy picked him to put him on a show. Oh, jeez. I thought you were talking about someone else again. Oh, no. All right. So anyway, so now I'm nervous because I want to get the intro right. No, that no more, no less is terrifying. Yes. And then, you know, Jerry's a bit of a nut, this guy. Oh, bit of a nut. He's a full cashew. And then the whole, all the club owners, everyone's in a suit. They all got guns. It's a whole situation. It's sold out. Serpico town. So now I'm standing in a section where I can see through those little round window door down the ah. hallway to see when Jerry gets there, but I'm also keeping an eye on Verzi. Yes. But here, there was never any need for a doubt because Verzi's a 
pro. You yeah, know, he's, he's a pro. Just, he's going up there, and he does like almost 40 minutes, and he's killing. But you yes. can tell the crowd is like, what the hell's going on here? This is a little long. Yeah. And, by the way, at the beginning of my opening set, I did the thing where you go, Bill Burr's here, everybody. And then I like caught, I went, actually, he's not here. He's not here yet. He is coming. Yeah. So I kind of did that. And I was like, he will be here, everybody. And I kind of got a laugh. But that now, Verzi's been up there for 40. So now the crowd is like, wait, is he not here? And you've done 20. It's almost an hour in. Yes, it's a long time. So finally, I'm like sweating. I'm freaking out. And then they, the owners pull me out. They go, okay, if Jerry cancels, which is possible, we're going to light Verzi. Then you'll go up and do the time. Jeez. And you'll bring up, we'll light you when Jerry's here. But if Jerry doesn't come, we'll give you a note that says Burr is next. Jeez. So now I'm taking in all this information. So I'm like, I might have to just do an undisclosed amount of time. Yes. And then light means Jerry, note means Burr. So I'm like, just get here. I just want this fucking guy to get here. And you've got to nail that intro as well. Exactly. you got a lot of plate spinning here. So finally, Jerry shows up. Ah. We see Jerry walking in. But for whatever reason, they don't wait till he's like in the room. They're just like, he's here. Don't worry. And they hand Verzi a note to get off stage. Jesus, a note. A note instead of a light. Give him so, a light. So they just hand him a note being like, you got to get off here because the show's going long. Yeah. So now he gets off, but I still haven't seen Jerry. I just uh -huh. heard word that Jerry's in the building. He's parking or something. So now I'm nervous because now I'm on stage and I'm trying to really waste time till I see Jerry, Jerry in the corner. Yeah. Because now I don't want to say Jerry Seinfeld and he's taking a shit downstairs. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to do that. He had to have the big salad. So I'm still freaking out. I look over, then you can't see because it's shadowy and there's tons of people everywhere. And finally, I just go, Verzi, keep it going for Paul Verzi. How about it for Verzi? I'm trying to like eat as much yes. time as I can without doing a bit. Oh, you're eating it. Because you don't want to be the guy that goes into a bit, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, we go. And then I look over, I see Chris Mazzilli, the owner, and he's got his hand in the air, but it's uh, too shadowy. Uh, so I'm like, I'm hoping that's a thumbs up, but it uh, could be a stop sign. It could be a hile. It could be, who knows? Yes. So I go, all right, I'm just betting my money that that's a thumbs up side. Your bottom dollar. So I go, all right, ladies and gentlemen, the great thing about coming to Gotham oh, Comedy Club, you never know who's going to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Seinfeld, and this place goes crazy. Oh, they've earned it. They go crazy for like a minute until they see that Jerry is coming out. Oh, wow. Then they go fucking money. I mean, standing O, I shake Jerry's hand, I look at his eye, I'm like, I shake his hand, I want to like kiss him on his big nose and yes. be like, you don't know what you mean to me. Yeah! So the whole thing, so we uh, shake hands, I, I have to like fight my way through because it's a standing O. And oh I mean, my God, black is white, up is down. Day is night. Yes! So here's the thing, I brought up Louie on the tour, obviously, and that's, an so that's an, a, a crazy feeling, but it's an arena, so you're at this like elevated stage, sure. it's this crazy thing. And I brought up Chris Rock a couple times at, at the cellar. Mm -hmm. But now Gotham is twice as big as the cellar, and it's that low stage, so they're on top of you. Yes. So I never experienced an explosion like this. I mean, these people oh. went fucking crazy. They started shouting, Jerry, Jerry. I mean, the place went fucking nuts. Oh, wow. Quite a quite an introduction. That's quite lunch. an intro, or yeah. whatever you call it, a welcoming. Uh-huh. I mean, the intro was great, too. So I come off stage, and now I'm just like, whew. I know, let me try to enjoy this. And then Burr's back there, so we're busting balls and chops or whatever, talking. Jerry does about 15. Good stuff, funny stuff. He kills. He gets heckled by a lady in the front, who I also got heckled by. And so did Verzi. Jesus, hey, channel. Then she heckled Burr. He kicked her out as a whole thing. Get rid of her. So he does, he does 15. That's amazing. I go back up. I shake his hand again. I look him in the eye. I'm like, this is crazy. He leaves. Then I go, I had a good line. I go, guys, 
Bill Burr is dead. I'm sorry. And then that got like a huge laugh because now they're so hot. Yeah. And I go, listen, it doesn't matter. The place is like a buzz. So I was like, it doesn't matter who you are. It's not easy following Jerry Seinfeld. So everyone, finish up your talk. That was crazy. Can we cool it down a little bit here? That's like, look at a good host we got here. Yeah, I'm a pro, 18 years. Yeah, So then I go, all right, everyone, settle down. We good? Are you guys ready? Because I want you to all be done. Say everything you have to say about seeing Jerry. They do that. And I go, all right, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Burr! Ah! The place goes fucking ape shit again. They go nuts for Burr. Then I go in the back. I'm standing in front of the sound booth, and I'm just... I'm standing there watching the show now, and I'm like, whew, all my work is done. Let me enjoy Bill Burr. Then Jerry walks over. He stands right next to me. Oh, my God. Shoulder to shoulder. And the whole time, you have all these quips or lines. What if yes. I said this? I'm like, I'll just say something subtle. Yes, I'm the master of my domain, you faggot. But I thought, just don't say anything. I'll just sit here. And so I just stood with him for the whole 45 minutes. We laughed. It was fun because we're laughing together next oh, to each other. That's fun. And then you laugh at like those comedian moments where he says something silly, a weird word. You're like laughing. Did I didn't even look at him. Hit his shoulder or anything. Get never him. looked at him. Never touched him. I was like, this is this is the way to do it. Just be quiet. Don't try anything. Yeah, not a word. You don't want to be that guy. I you know. know but if you would have said that, I this is why I suck. I would have tried. What's that one perfect thing I could say? That I just, just well, get him to hug me. That thought would come in there, of course. But I went, just shut up, uh, you fucking dildo, you idiot. You did it right. So then Burr just rips it he's a killer amazing show we're dying laughing in the back then i had to like outro the show i was like give us a good review whatever the fuck on yelp and then uh-huh. by the time i'm down everyone's already the comics are all downstairs so i come down there's like three bodyguards out there and i'm like i can go in there i'm, a, I'm on the show yeah you can so i went back there and then ugh, i just listened to burr and jerry talk comedy for about 15 minutes you're it's in like the, the ultimate podcast yeah i'm in the room oh! And it's me and Verzi, Maureen Tarrens there, and the Mazzillis, and, uh, uh, you know, Burr and Seinfeld. And they're like, how do you write? Jerry's, like, asking him. He's like, so you write stuff down? He's like, I used to, but now I do stream a comp, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm, like, listening to, like, the ultimate comedy podcast. Bill Burr, Jerry Seinfeld, that generation, this generation, the whole thing. Woo, it's like comedians and cars minus the vehicle. <clears throat> yes, and now I have a spot at New York Comedy Club at 1015. Ah. It's, like, 942. Nothing worse than a spot. During this shit. I know. I've so, had this moment a million times. So here's what happens next. I make the decision in my mind. I'm trying to make decisions and live with them. I'm like, I got a spot. I got to go do the spot. But they're all going out to dinner, to steak dinner. Keith Robinson's already at the dinner. He's waiting. He's going? He's like, <laughs> ah, you need one at every party. I guess so. So then Mazzilli goes, uh, you know, he's like, what are you doing? Burr's like, what are you doing after this? You want to hang? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And so then... They're talking, and I'm like, here's the, what I'm going to do. He's, he, he's going to invite Jerry. If Jerry says he's going, I'm canceling a spot. I like it. I'm going to have steak with Jerry Seinfeld I'm texting and Bill this. Burr. you got to yes. go to the dinner. I know. We're texting. And I go, if he says no, I'll just get out. Because at this point, by the way, I need some alone time. Like, I've been hosting the show. Sure. I mean, I'm stressed to the fucking gills. It's Burr. It's Seinfeld. And it's instructions and time. And I'm not used to hosting, by the way. But I got to tell you, you, you landed that puppy safely. I did a great job, I have to say. I'm going to toot my own asshole. Yes, toot it, Fatty. So I'm sitting there, and Burr goes, you want to go have steaks? And Jerry's like, oh, I would. I had steak before. He's like, where are you going? He's like, I can't. I got to go home. So as soon as he does that, I'm like, all right. I'm going to Because I also feel like I'm, like, wedging into the invite. Yeah. It's like a last-second thing. They already got a reservation. They're to add a chair, the yeah. whole thing. I got a backpack because I'm in the city uh, all day and a winter yeah, coat. Yeah. You're a lettuce wedge. And I got a spot. I want to cancel the spot. Sure. 20 minutes out, it's tough to cancel the spot. Yeah, bad cancel. Hopefully appreciate it over there. Uh-huh. So as we're leaving, Burr's like, all right, you jump in this car. And I go, ah, I'm sorry, I got to go do a spot. Ooh, and he's weird. like, oh, okay. They're like, okay, whatever, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. I was like, maybe I'll meet you after for a cigar. They all get in the car. They take off. 
I just have this like huge whoo. Yes. You know, and then I walk because it's New York Comic Club's at 24th and 2nd Avenue. Mm-hmm. This is at 23rd and 7th. Oh, so I'm like, yeah. I'll just hoof it. Yeah. I got about 20 minutes to get over there. I hoof it, enjoy the cold air. I get there. And then Mike Feeney, the comedian, he was at the show watching Jerry and Burr. Got them. He left early. He's hosting at New York Comedy Club. And he's like, boy, I did not expect to see you here. Wow. He's like, I thought for sure you'd be canceling this. I went, well, Jerry didn't go to dinner. So yeah, I yeah. Here. I and think he made the right play. He's like, you better come down off of whatever you're <laughs> higher on because there's about 11 people in there. And so uh, it's like the classic comedy thing. I was just hanging out with Jerry Seinfeld and Bill Burr and Paul Verzi, sold-out show killing, and now you're at New York Comedy Club, which is also a great club, by the way, but it's 10 p.m. on a Monday. Yeah, of course. So there's 11 people there. You go up. That's a fun set. And these people have no idea that I was just shaking hands with Jerry Seinfeld. No idea. That's that's showbiz and a nut. Even if you told them, they'd be like, well, what what happened? I don't know. And that's not even showbiz. That's just stand-up because I feel like Hamilton is just Hamilton. Yes. There's not there's not like, oh boy, we did the Sunday matinee and I got heckled three times by a drunk whore and then I uh you know forgot three bits and you know two times I got I fell on my face. There's none of that. Well they have a different thing of like I ate too many yodels at Thanksgiving. I, I gained ten pounds. I don't fit in my jersey now, and then the understudy took over for me. Interesting. I don't yeah. know if they wear jerseys at Hamilton, but well, maybe they're doing, you know, uh what's that fucking football what's that Greece? Uh, the, the, the Pacino movie with the football. Any given Sunday? Thank you. On Broadway? Yeah, they got Green Day on there. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh-huh. You're making a point. I have a point. All right. Well, um, it'd be funny if they did the, that other football movie, The Replacements, uh-huh. and then the star got replaced. Ooh. That's just something. All I'm right. I'm, I'm like what you're jizzing. So then the next day, which is now yesterday, we're recording this a week in advance, whatever, I texted Burr, and I went, hey, I just want to say thanks again for having me. And I go, I hope it wasn't rude to not take the dinner invite. I do appreciate it, but I didn't want to cancel the spot 20 minutes out. And I was like, I'm proud to be part of that night. It was a memorable night. And he wrote back, oh, dude. He's like, I would have taken the spot, too. You did the right thing. So it always feels good to Ooh, do your instinct, you know? That is nice. Because it's one thing, as great as Burr is and as, as much as we love him, He's not Seinfeld. Like, you can have dinner with uh, Burr. You know uh, what I mean? You can have a, a dinner with Jerry Seinfeld is like a once-in-a-lifetime. You're a piece of shit if you fucking... He's, a, he's an American icon. Yeah, I would get banned from a club to be like, oh, sorry. I, I I'm but with you. Burr, you're like, oh, I'll get you next time. We had dinner the night before, so right, I'm like, eh, right. don't worry about it. Well, I got to say, let me ask you this there, sloppy jalopy. Sure. When, because uh, at some point, you were hosting this shenanigans here and you got the Bilber phone number when did that come into play because i feel like that's a big nugget well that was a couple of weeks ago ah. i came in and maureen Taran, who used your best she's like the jimmy carter of managers best mm. ex-manager manager in history uh-huh like she i mean she was a great manager also uh but she's she used to be my manager. Now she works at True TV, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And just yeah. a great, just a comedy fixture. Oh. Used to work the Montreal Comedy Festival. Just a, a sweet, sweet lady. Staple. And uh, even after her, the management company she was with when she managed me, they stopped being a management company. But she continued to help me get Letterman for right. no no incentive. I was no longer her client. She just right. saw it through. So yes. I'm forever grateful. And she's just a good hang and a, a beautiful gal, I might add. Very lovely lady. Yes. So. One night I was at the cellar and she was sitting there with Burr. I started chatting with her and she's like, why don't you sit down? Do you know Bill? And I was like, we've met a couple times. We're both from Boston. We're both from the South Shore. Yep. We have mutual friends, blah, blah, blah. 
And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know who you are, blah, blah, blah. And then we sat and chatted uh, Patriots football and sports because we have a lot of similarities, you know. Oh, yeah. So Irish. we chat and he's like, take down my number. He was boozing a little bit. And he's like, take down my number. And I was like, all right. And I was like, I'm not going to ever use this number. Sure. I'm not just going to be like, hey, remember we were talking? So I had it in the phone anyways. But now, now is an opportunity to be like, oh, hey, thanks for dinner and the show. And I'm like, that was special. And he was like, great having you, blah, blah, blah. What a night. I think he picked the right. Cuck to uh, host that puppy. Well, I cucked it up, and uh, it was a it was a great night. So I'm grateful to the Mazillies and Gotham and and Burr and Verzi and and of course Jerry's helped shape my whole life. So yeah, it was a yeah. special night, magical night. And you don't get we talk about this. You don't get a lot of those. No. And the further into comedy you get, the less. Special. Touching and moving. There's not there's fewer and fewer people that can be like, I fucking saw Jerry. Like, exactly. There's only like eight people left. Completely. And I had a similar Jerry thing, but I had to follow him. Ooh. Which is, a, I think we talked about on the pod, but it was like, you know, horrifying. This yeah. is special and exciting and, you know, fun. It's stressful, of course, because you got to get the intro and all that. But, like, I had to follow this guy, and it was horrific. Yeah. But... He, and I didn't get to shake his hand or anything, but that sucked. And you always picture him watching you, but he got the fuck out of there, obviously. Well, it's like I said, I'm like, even for Bill Burr, who's performing for his crowd, and I said it on stage, I'm like, he's still following Jerry Seinfeld. I'm like, this yeah. is still a tricky spot, sure. even for Bill Burr. And we're three three hours in here. But I have to say, there was a a, a moment that like was understandable, also a bummer, because like Verzi and Burr are tight. Mm -hmm. So Jerry uh, Burr's like, Jerry, before you leave, let me introduce you to my friend oh! Paul Verzi. And he's like, Paul, get over here. He's like, this guy has been with me every step of the way. He just did a special. Now he's headlining on his own. And, he, and then he's like, great to meet you. And Jerry's like, oh, wow. And then the three of them start talking. But Burr's not going to interview. He doesn't, he doesn't even know me. Uh, so it's that moment of like, you're kind of looking like, hey, buddy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but then you here. just go, what am I doing? This is silly. But there was that moment you're like, oh, I'd love to be in Verzi's shoes right now. Yeah. I'm just sitting in this dinghy alone. But uh, still an amazing night, magical night, and so cool. And. I've now shaken hands with Bruce Springsteen and Jerry Seinfeld. If I can wow. blow Woody Allen, I'll have to, you know, kill myself. McCartney ain't no sneeze either. No, and McCartney, of and, course. And Letterman. And Letterman, yeah, yeah. Hey, pretty good. Uh, you need some Purell there. Yeah, I've never washed my hands anyways, so. Yeah, I don't either. But here, let me. the reason I bring up the phone digits uh -huh. is because uh, when I opened for Burr, we hung out, we went to dinner, uh -huh. and he goes, ah, take my number, take my number. And then we got smashed on tequila and shit. And then we rode the subway home. He smokes a he smoked a cigar on the train, which I thought was pretty badass. What? On the car in the car. That's obnoxious. Well, we were we were smoking them, and then he kept his and just went down there, kept going. We were, we were like in a blackout. Oh here. Jesus Christ! But he got on the train, and he still had his, and it was puffing away. And it was oh like pretty God. wild. He's like a homeless person. Yeah. So, uh, he I texted him. That night or something, or the next day. I can't remember who, who texted first, but he was like, hey, funny stuff, really, whatever. And I wrote back, like, you don't know what this means to me. You know when you're drunk, you're letting it go too much. Right, right. I, stop me if I talked about this. No, I don't think so. But I just, I went in. Like, I was like, you don't know what you mean to me. I, I know all your bits. I watched everything. I can memorize that. And I think what you're doing is powerful and special and all this. <laughs> and it was so bad. And I really geeked. Uh -huh. And then he wrote back, like, Thanks for the props. Oh, geez. The so props. take it. Props. Well, hey, after what I wrote, I mean, <laughs> good oh, lord, if you could have seen it. What Woo. did you give him a pinwheel and a horn? The props. Oh, right, uh, right. Prop comic. That didn't make but, sense. That but, was stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. But uh, just because of that text, I'm still embarrassed. 
to to see him. But it's nice. It's good. It's good. You let him know you shared your feelings. It's I, who you are. I, think I overshared. It's good. Yeah. But also the booze. It's the same with you know when you 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 you, you try to hook up with a girl and then you get drunk oh, yeah. together and then you just you start writing too much because you didn't fuck so you're just writing the things I would do to you and then you read the next day and you're like Jesus God Almighty who am oh, I oh yeah oh my God my text I had some of the worst drunk texts oh. in history it was brutal I'd oh. always text exes and be like you love me or you hate me or I oh, hate myself or same, you're gay same or, I like your bush whatever yeah I'll never meet anyone like you my soulmate I'll die for you you fucking you're beautiful you're an angel <laughs> oh it's humiliating oh God well so Hopefully he uh, he gets it. But yeah, where are you uh, where are you gonna be? And life is good. We complain, but we got things good. Baby. Yeah, I we're doing it. We're doing care. all right, baby. Uh, well, this weekend, if you're listening live, and this week I am in Raleigh, North Carolina, North Kakalaka, as they like to say, spinning around your head like a helicopter. Is that right? That's something. I don't know what that is, but uh, I'm in <laughs> Good Nights in Raleigh, North Carolina. This weekend, next weekend, I'm in uh, Lorraine, Ohio. Just a one-nighter next Saturday, Ooh. the 21st. I think I'm pulling out my book here. Lorraine, I think that's a, a famous country song. Oh, Lorraine, really? Lorraine. Alexa, what's the play of Ra- Lorraine? Oh, I think you've been thinking of Dolly Parton. Ah, rich in iron deposits. Um... Where's the... Oh, so December 22nd, I am doing a gig with Jason Lawhead just outside of Cleveland. It's me, him, and Brett Ernst. Then the big one, December 27th through 29th, Helium, Philadelphia. Please come to that gig for the love of Christ Almighty on Christmas. Then Royal Oak, Michigan, January 31st through uh, February 2nd. Zanies, Chicago. A few people have already written me like, I hope you come to Zanies soon. I am coming there soon. Oh, they're coming out. January 17th through the 19th. I'm bringing Sarah. I told her that we have a lot of fans there, so please don't let me down. Come to Zanies, January 17th through the 19th. And then right when I get back from there, January 29th, is it? Yes, the live pod. Live Tuesdays with Stories. Get your tickets early, folks. Live Tuesdays with Stories, Village Underground, and join up the Patreon. It's only three bucks a month. We're about to do a bonus. Tons of bonuses, all the live episodes, ton of shit on there. So please get on there. And those Chipotle gift cards, the Starbucks gift cards, the Uber gift cards, the records, all the gifts, all the presents, all the nice notes, all the emails. They really do uh, mean a lot. We really oh, appreciate yeah. it. It keeps us going. It makes you feel gratitude. And yes. how about throwing some money out to charity, too? It's the holiday season. Give some money to charity and have fun and help people out. Help people. Be nice. Blow a homeless guy. Yeah, take care of each other out there. Mazel tov. I'm, uh, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh this weekend with my fat friend Chris Al, who apparently is all done with the military. Yeah, he retired. Yeah. Good for you, Chris. Thanks for the service. Yes, now... Put the service into your comedy. And you can get fatter. I mean, you're already heavy, but like now you can kind of just get fat. You don't have to worry about it. Right. Fatten it up there, Piggy. And uh, then we're in Laugh Boston for New Year's. Come on out to that. I like Boston. I like the club. I like the people. I like my uh, my aunt. And then uh, San Francisco Punchline, one of my favorite clubs, one of my favorite cities. I can't wait to just get out there and walk around and see those seals. Mohegan Sun, Raleigh. North Carolina, Philly Helium, uh, Cleveland Hilarities. We got a lot of stuff on the books. Royal Oak, Michigan, the Mitten. Uh, so come on out. Uh, hit the website, marknormancomedy.com. Always adding new dates. The Patreon, we're about to record a bonus right now, so things are cooking. And uh, thanks for all the love, the cards, the Ubers. I appreciate it. That's gone a long way. 
And, uh, yeah, God bless America, live ep, 29th, praise Allah. Oh, I'm also in uh, Long Island on the 21st for the Cinema Arts. Long Island, baby. Uh, it's really Alabama. Yeah. Somebody tell Seinfeld about this episode. And if you got any yeast infection tips, call me. Hydrate. Oh, and then Schwartzel had a baby. Yeah, Schwartzel had a baby. The same night. I didn't even go back to that part. Oh, well, yeah. Well, uh, I had to leave, and then that was it. Oh, he had to leave? Yeah, he didn't really ruin the story. All right. Oh, jeez. I feel better. But it was a hell of a tale. Anyway. But he left and had a baby. He had to leave. He, he missed the whole night. He's the manager there. He's like a comedy nerd, but he missed the whole fucking thing. Wow. Because at the very beginning, he's like, I just got to call for my wife. She's 10 months pregnant. I'll see you later. Oh, man. He should have aborted. But now he's got a baby, and uh, he named it Jerry. There you go. He named go. it Jerry Joe Paul Burr. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Ball burr, ball cop. All right, guys. We'll have cut a good all night. this. Bye bye. <laughs>